Hello there, this is Az, and this is episode two of Black Box Thinking, uh, all around successes and mistakes um, of my game weeks and how I can learn from them, and hopefully um, which will give you some tips on how you can learn from my mistakes and, and not, not do the same, and hopefully we can all become better managers at the end of it. Um, interesting week last week, uh, you know, lots of hype around Hazard um, off the back of his hat trick, lots of talk about Liverpool who would play and you know, people taking out Salah for hits and wild cards being played. And, you know, it was one of those weeks where is, you know, any, anything could have really happened. Um, I did okay. I got 69 points, took a four-point hit. Uh, the hit wasn't wasn't that successful. I'll come on to that in a bit. Um, but overall, you know, 65 points to still have my wild card in play. Uh, I'm, relatively, I'm relatively happy with that. The kind of big thing for me last week was I can't really remember a week where I felt so um, just so stressed, really, when when thinking about my decisions. I mean, every, every night I was I was lying in bed till you know one or two o'clock in the morning. I had my finger over the button for selling Salah. Eight point hits were playing in my mind. I was in the gym and I was thinking about wild cards, and you know it kind of got me thinking about emotions and, and how we feel when when we have a particularly bad game week like I did last week um, and also when when a player does really well and you see everyone around you getting him in uh, it can be very hard to kind of resist those urges um, so I think that's really one of the successes of, of my week I think was that I I managed to ignore my my emotions I kept a kind of level head uh, I waited until the end of the week uh, to the press conferences and and you know so I could really kind of talk to people and then get a feel about what I thought was going to happen at the weekend and in the end it just it just didn't seem right to sell Salah uh, Southampton at home uh, you know even for Hazard who just scored that hat-trick I thought that West Ham game was going to be tough and it proved to be um, and you know they kind of got me thinking well last year you know I, I did I had a good season you know what 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 was my kind of secret and I think one of my secrets was it was the first season where I really waited with my transfers I think, you know, nine times out of 10, I, I waited until the end of the week before I made them. Um, and I think in particular, when you're making a big move. So this week, I've taken an early transfer. I've taken Pickford out uh, for Patricio. Not my most exciting transfer, but one that needed to be done. Um, you know, that kind of transfer, you know, if, if Pickford goes on and gets six, seven points and Patricio gets two, it's not that big a deal. The, the big transfers, you know, taking Salah out, bringing Hazard in, you know, these bringing in premium players, trying to play the fixtures or things like that. I think that's when you really need just to take a step back and just consider all the all the facts you've got. Look at the stats. Look at the um, records. And I think, you know, even even past records. And West Ham had a really good um, record against Chelsea. And I do think that that does, you know, play some part in, in some of these games. I think it can kind of fire teams up and, and help them in their fixture. West Ham seemed really up for that game. And, and Chelsea just weren't, weren't on it. They may be a bit tired from the Europa League game or... Or whatever. Um, so that's my first my first tip, really. Um, you know, try not to let your emotions get the best of you. I'm a very emotional manager. I, I get very stressed and bogged down with these kind of things. But I, I really do think that the best way to manage that is to wait until the end of the week. I know it can be hard with the price rises, but if you're not 100 percent sure on a transfer, I think you need to wait until the end of the week to, before you make a transfer. So this week also got me thinking about mistakes uh, and you know, what, what exactly is a mistake and. That's one of the questions I'm asked with this podcast is you're looking at things in hindsight. You know, you don't want to have a bit of a bias around that. What, you know, a good decision you made 
one week might turn out to be a bad decision another week and it's quite hard that's why you kind of look at it on a week on week basis and kind of get a gut feel of how, how i think the decisions have gone uh my my big my big transfer this week was taking gundaman out uh, for fraser for a four-point hit gundaman then went on and started and scored and assisted and got three bonus points and the yeah, absolutely massive haul um you know on paper that seems like a mistake you know taking him out but really i, I don't regret it i don't think it was a mistake Gundogan, he's, he's just, he's not playing. And, you know, we talked last week about um, rotation players and, you know, playing players, picking players who are going to play. I just don't want Gundogan in my team. I just never know when he's going to start. I didn't I didn't fancy start. I wasn't even going to start him against Cardiff. And if you've got a player on your team, you don't think it's going to, you know, play against Cardiff, then you, you've got a bit of a problem. Um, so I'm, I'm happy with Fraser going forward. I'm much happier with Fraser than, than having Gundogan. Um, I just have no idea, you know, what's what's going to happen with Gondwan, and he's being bought by quite a few people, and I think they're going to be, um, you know, burnt by him. Uh, Bernardo Silva as well, he's another one. He seems, you know, to be playing most minutes, but you never really know where he's going to play. So you've kind of got the same, same problem really. He could be playing a really advanced role. He could be playing kind of in midfield. I think he played right back earlier in the season, and it's just not not really the kind of player I want in my team. I want to have a, a nailed on player who I know where he's going to play, and I know where he's going to get the points. Um, so uh, I'm not I'm not putting that one down as a mistake. I think the the mistake uh, wasn't selling Gundogan; it was bringing Gundogan in the first place. So that ties into the the, the same thing I talked about last week. Uh, just just don't bring in rotation risks. It's, it's just not worth it. Uh, I I don't think. And there's quite a few of them around at the moment who who people are buying, and I think people are going to be burnt by them. Uh, Trippier is one. You know, they've got this Barcelona game coming up. Is he going to play? Huddersfield, Barcelona and Cardiff. He's probably going to miss one of those. Ali as well. Played most of the game tonight. Uh, he was a player I was really looking at, but it just puts me off him, him playing tonight. I, I don't think he's going to start, you know, all three of the next matches. Just come back from injury. Massively puts me off. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sticking with that now. Just, just avoid the rotation risk. One reason why I decided on um, not playing the wild card last week was that I felt that the, the players I'd be bringing in were were very much last week's players. I kind of fell into that trap a little bit with Fraser, but I I, I do think Fraser's got a good run of fixtures. Uh, I do I do wish I'd brought in Knockhart sort of in preparation of, of the good run Brighton have got, uh, or also because I love him. But um, you know it's, it's easy to say when Knockhart scored that that goal against Spurs. So I'm I'm quite happy with Fraser for the next few weeks. Um, but you know I would have had to rip my team apart to to have gone for Hazard. And he's he's a funny player, Hazard. He's not going to score a hat trick every week. Um, the Southampton game next week looks looks good, but Sam's in between Liverpool and United could make a case for going without him, especially if you're looking at the you know the Tottenham players who've, who've got two two better games. So um, yeah, I'm I'm glad I didn't rip my team apart. I'm glad I didn't wild card. I do feel like when you're wild carding, you want to get ahead of the curve. So I think this week, you know, you, you've got some options to, to get ahead. Lacazette's still going under the radar, really low ownership. Uh, I mentioned last week, I, I thought he was a bit of a rotation risk, but I, th- I think he's he's just he's playing too well. His form's too good at the moment to be dropped. And I think he, he's a good short-term a short-term option with, with Arsenal's fixtures. Um, you've got Richarlison back now. Really, really good game. Well, really good first half, I thought, against Arsenal. Uh, his, his chest down um, from across to... To, you know, he just had Bellerin in his pocket and had a couple of really good opportunities to score. I think he might get a run of games up front as well, which would be absolutely fantastic for him. Uh, if, if, you know, Tucson was benched, Calvert-Lewin hasn't really done much to stake his claim. Richarlison played up front for Brazil. So I think, you know, now's your chance to get Richarlison in and hopefully enjoy some points. 
some points from him. Um, you know, if, if I was wildcarding now, again, I think this week and next week are, are two good weeks to do it. If if you're debating it, you can look at the Tottenham players, you can look at the Arsenal players. Brighton have got a really good run of fixtures coming up. Um, and soon West Ham's fixtures turn turn really good as well. When you can, you know, look at getting in on Altovic, uh, look at getting in Fabianski, look at maybe, you know, maybe getting in a, uh, you know, a, a punt on Yarmolenko or someone like that. I think West Ham are, are, are a good team. They've won, you know, heavy, heavy win tonight in the cup. They look full of confidence at the moment. And I think uh, Brighton and West Ham are going to give us some really, really good uh, chief options in the next few weeks. One thing that I really didn't let get to me and sway my decisions last week was all this talk about rotation in the Liverpool team. Uh, you know, as people, you know, taking Klopp's press conferences saying that, you know, Shakiri needed some more minutes and uh, he'd be a bit hard done by and everyone took that to mean he was going to bench Mane or bench Salah and kind of formed a bit of a confirmation bias. People kind of wanted an excuse to take some of their little players out anyway. And so use that to kind of justify doing it. But there was no real evidence there. And it, it reminded me of, of Aguero against Huddersfield when, when people were kind of talking about Aguero getting benched because of the, the rumours from The Guardian. I really do think you've, you know, we've got so much information now, but anyone can, anyone can say anything. I, I said on the Scoutcast yesterday about Doherty's um, thigh injury and you know suddenly that's that's kind of getting that's getting passed around but I mean I, I saw that someone posted that from a, a Wolves forum where a fan was talking about it I can't find that article I can't find it anywhere um, you know I, I, mean, he's, he's, I don't want to say that I'm guilty of spreading spreading you know vicious rumours but you do have to take a pinch of salt with things that you, you read online especially when it's around rotation uh, and actually I think you know, players do tend to get rotated a bit less than we than we think they will. Um, Pep might be a bit of an exception there. I don't think anyone really anticipated the David Silva benching. Uh, I know I didn't. Uh, be interesting to see, you know, how his minutes are managed. But again, you know, there there was a direct um, there was an actual source um, for that. You know, someone has said that uh, you know Pep Pep has, has come out and said that David Silva he doesn't see being able to play three times in one week. So that immediately. You know, it makes me feel a bit anxious about about him. I'm not glad I don't own him. I think you've got a decision to make if you do. I think the downgrade to Richardson is is very tempting. Um, maybe not this week, but certainly in the weeks going forward. Um, holding on to to you know someone like David Silva when he's he's going to be them one of the main players, and they really want to have a strong Champions League campaign this season. Um, it might not be the best move, and you might want to use that money to to spend on a on cheaper player. So if you have a look at my spreadsheet this week, you'll see that my successes are just a roundup where I didn't get caught up in the rotation fears around Liverpool. I didn't rip up my team for a, one player. Um, I backed myself. I talked Hazard's chances down in the match uh, and he did blank and I ignored the emotions. I think they're, they're good solid successes and, you know, it, it, it makes me makes me happy reading those back, um, you know, to know that I did did do some good things this week. Uh, if you look at my, my failures, um, you know, buying Gundogan, but it was a few weeks ago, selling Gundogan I'm just not regarding as a failure I think it was the right move I'm happy with Fraser going forward um, we'll see how he performs I've uh, got the Monday night game um, just on the emotion that reminds me actually uh, one of the one of the big emotional decisions is is always when you've got a player playing sort of on the Monday night or the Sunday and actually that was you know even as a manager who's played this game for so long um, having not having Hazard in that Sunday afternoon game just was such a stressful experience and you know if Hazard Hazard gone mad in that game. It really would have ruined my weekend. Uh, but it's it's really important not to not to let those kind of decisions get you down. Um, I know Andy uh, on the scout cast. He he 
you know, he's very against that. I don't. I think he said once he doesn't even look at the fixtures. He doesn't know what when when the fixtures are going to be played. He knows what the fixtures are, but doesn't know when they're going to be played. Very sensible. Um, I kind of plan my week weekend around them, so I need to know. But I think you're definitely advantage if you don't know when what games are, are when. Um, but I, I certainly don't think you should let that that influence your your judgment. So that's that's going to be something that I'm going to be keeping my eye on to make sure that I don't um, accidentally make a decision based on when the games are being played. Um, and that's it. I think this week uh, just just nice little roundup there looking forward to next week uh, as I said made my transfer pick for to Patricio keeping faith with Mane he looks quite poor the last couple of games uh, he'll be sort of next on my my chopping block if he doesn't perform against Chelsea uh, with City next I'll probably be looking at getting a, a Tottenham mid uh, so we'll see what happens there but best of luck everyone and have a good game week <laughs>